everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is John Venus, your host. And today I have a special guest. It's a huge surprise. His name is Dr. Venus, my brother. Hello. First time ever on the show. I'm just kidding. He's been on every single episode. So yeah, you have the record of the most um, consistent guest on this show. So congratulations. Very honored. Thank you. Yeah, you should be. Um, this is a uh, you know the best podcast in the world. So yeah. Anyway, today we thought we'd bring you guys a little bit more of a different uh, podcast. We wanted to talk a little bit more about judgment and how not to be afraid of being different because I think that that is one of the things that um, you know most people in society take very seriously. They are afraid of being different. Uh, be, they're afraid of being criticized. They're afraid of judgment in general for doing things a little bit differently and people are scared of doing things their own way because they fear how other people will think of them. So this is a huge topic obviously and especially when you relate it to uh, health, fitness, uh, the vegan lifestyle, this is a, a huge problem that a lot of people deal with. So we got a lot of questions uh, you know, regarding judgment, how to overcome it, how to overcome uh, the fear of being different and all that kind of stuff. So why not talk a little bit about that? Because me and Leo, we grew up in a bit of a different way than most people, I'd say, uh, which kind of, at least for me personally, led me to uh, you know, get an understanding of judgment and how people think. And, uh, you know, being the new kid all the time always puts you in a position where you have to face judgment <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, so we, we got a lot of that growing up. So we thought, why not share our experiences? But Leo, why don't, we, why don't you start with explaining what you think, you know, people should do, first of all, to, you know, take the first step to being okay with judgment or being okay with being different. Yeah, so uh, it feels really nice actually to talk about something that's not medical for once. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but like you said, it does have huge implications for uh, mental health and for health in general. And it's something that's so common in society today and so many people have to deal with, especially in social media, like you said. And I think there's definitely so many things you can do. And, and this is why behavioral psychology and learning how our brains work is so powerful because it can really change your life. So many of these things that we are feeling and that we are thinking comes from subconscious beliefs that sometimes we haven't even logically assessed in our minds. It's just things that has been bombarding us throughout our entire lives, just messages that we don't even, sometimes don't even register and it just forms our beliefs without us even noticing. And then we start believing in things that are completely unrealistic. And uh, that, that this is one of the things I really love about social psychology and behavioral psychology is it really allows you to understand yourself and to empower yourself to align your thinking with with reality basically and that is what philosophy is you know i used to be a huge uh like opponent of philosophy i thought oh <laughs> philosophy is a uh, you know for these people are sitting on the clouds thinking of uh you know lululada like <laughs> so unscientific but really philosophy is the study of reality and 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 so you can actually learn a lot from the wisdom of people from the past and and the mistakes that they made growing up there's so many wise people in the past and one of the f most foolish things you can do in life is is to think oh i don't want other people's help i'm just going to do and make all of the m same mistakes that other people have made you in have the past. experience in that leo oh yeah <laughs> of course everyone does everyone does 100%. if you self reflect you will find a lot of mistakes <laughs> and um in terms of judgment i think that one of the first things I would say is realize that if other people, people are going to judge you no matter well, what you do. First of all, let, let me ask you, have you ever uh, felt like you had to deal with a serious amount of judgment ever in your life? Is there a certain 
point in time that you remember and recall uh, growing up where you're like, you know, struggling with it or noticing it for the first time maybe? And then, you know, how did you go about that? Yeah, I think in school growing up, you definitely, most people will face judgment a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just part of (laughs) growing up. It's kind of a natural thing, really. You can preach, you know, don't be judgmental, but people judge each other. It's a natural part of life. We, you know, when you become aware of it, you can start to try to minimize it or try to do it in a more sensible way. But definitely, growing up, I I would come across it, and uh, it became. Uh, I I went into this phase where judgment almost made this counteractive attitude on the other extreme, where I was like, I don't care about anything. I don't care about anyone. I remember that. I will <laughs> go to school wearing you know like uh, your old. <laughs> really big baggy shorts and uh and my my hair sticking straight up and you know not like checking myself in the mirror just uh, I don't give a you know <laughs> yeah. a, whatever word you want to say <laughs> put in there I don't give any you know that about any opinions right. whatsoever and you know that's uh, you can curse on this show by the way oh just okay so you know. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> there you go. Ah, I finally Doctor, got Doctor out. Dr. Venus coming out <laughs> with explicit <laughs> content for you guys. <laughs> uh, so professional. But yeah, basically. So yeah. so is there one experience that comes to mind that you were like, you know, where you were because of that, uh, you know, carelessness or attitude, did you get to a point where you didn't want to at the end or did you just learn to, you know, be more open to other people and and care more or share like you know expand your heart and be more empathetic or how did that progression come along and how did that affect uh, your life in general and you know just give me one specific story that comes to mind mm. well yeah the thing is for me it doesn't really uh, there's not a specific time it was right. more of a gradual thing sure. for me that kind of increased over the years and i became more and more extreme mm-hmm. in this attitude right. but i can't tell you a specific you know situation that that resulted in in the end after years mm-hmm. and years of going through this path and that was when we moved to the US I was 15 years old right and uh you know that's a quite a vulnerable age when you're in your teens yeah uh, for sure and uh basically going to the US was a big sh- cultural shock for me having lived mostly in Europe yeah and uh well for for a bit in Brazil as well but the the culture was very very different and going into that it's also very judgmental uh in many many ways mm-hmm. and i got to a point where my you know and, and, and i just want to say that this is the the problem this is the the danger of going into that the other extreme mm-hmm. if you're doing it from a place of insecurity if you're going right. oh i don't care about anyone i don't care about <laughs> anything i don't care about other other people's thoughts if you're doing that, uh, that out of insecurity it's not really going to help R- you're just trying to shield yourself from the pain yeah. that is infl- being inflicted on you but if you actually accept that those things and uh, you know are honest with yourself and accept the, the fact that you are insecure that's when you actually allow yourself to become okay with that judgment and, mm-hmm. and actually grow out of it so that point came for me and you know towards the end of my my high school beginning of college uh, mm-hmm. because throughout and I, I haven't really told this to many people, but in, in yeah, uh, that's why we're here, man. Yeah. Podcast in uh, in high school in in the U.S. I got to a point where, you know, I didn't even know I had social anxiety until right. I I went through med school because, you know, through psychiatry you learn about all of these things, and I was like, wow, this is mm-hmm. exactly what I had, 
you know, growing up in the U.S. Yeah. And it's so common, actually. So many people have it. And it got to a point Can you where explain the feeling of, you know, social anxiety for people who may not have experienced it or yeah. even for people, all the people who do experience it on a daily basis uh, and just to let them know that they're not alone? Well, social anxiety is basically just a very extreme version of what most people have, which is kind of the fear of judgment, mm -hmm. the fear of humiliation and embarrassment, but it goes way overboard. So you'll be afraid of things that really bear no significance whatsoever. In my case, what ended up happening is I got to a stage in high school where I was so afraid to talk to people who I didn't know that whenever I came in, in the morning during high school, there was 15, 10, 15 minutes where people just sat around before going to class in the cafeteria, hundreds of people sitting in, in tables. And usually you have your little groups that you sit right, with. Right. And I was so afraid. I thought it was so dangerous, so uncomfortable. It was. I was so fearful of talking to people I didn't know. I would walk straight through the cafeteria, not talk to anyone, go to the bathroom stall, sit in in one of those you know bathroom rooms and play games on my phone <laughs> until the first class started and i right. thought that was more comfortable for me to just sit by myself playing games all uh, you know every single morning rather than just talk to people and face you know the yeah. fear of being embarrassed or being rejected by that little group that's right. already established and um you know I, I had ways of coping with that. I would tell myself I'm just not a very social person. I would tell myself, you know, I'm just more of an introvert or mm. it's my personality. You, yeah. you know, I don't care. I just like playing video games and being yeah. by myself and doing sports. I'm not right. really a very social person. And, you know, these these lies that you tell yourself are the most harmful because you grow up believing this mm -hmm. and that just it becomes like a negative spiral you just go more and more into yourself you you yeah isolate yourself more and more and then it gets to a stage where it's it's really affecting your life so once i really realized that actually i do want to talk to people actually i do want to connect with others mm -hmm. and this is a need that i have just like most people most you know the human animal is a very social animal we do need connection we do need contact with other people right and once i realized that that awareness that self-honesty that i told myself hey you are actually very insecure about this and the only way you're going to you know get forward is by accepting that and then mm -hmm. working for it but if you don't even admit to yourself that this is an issue then you're never going to get over it so that mm -hmm. is the first and most important step by far Right. Yeah. And I think the fear of, um, you know, talking, for example, public speaking is like a huge fear. Right. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, like, you know, going to a new school, meeting, you know, your classmates for the first time is kind of like, you know, the same level of discomfort as public speaking, in my opinion, more or less, maybe not as much, um, depending on, you know, everyone's different. But uh, yeah, I, I, I do also I have experience as well. Like, you know, when I was a kid, um, we moved a lot. We started like, I don't know how many schools we've attended growing yeah. up, probably like 20 Lost count <laughs> yeah like between 15 and 20 probably um so you know every uh, like for, for each time that we switched school uh we had to deal with um a certain situation of being completely thrown out of a comfort zone and having to you know adapt to a whole different kind of like jungle right like we're <laughs> we're just like zoo animals thrown into into the wild oh yeah like if you don't believe that just look at any child's uh, you know school yeah if there's a lot of freedom especially in the schools where there aren't very there isn't a ton of supervision exactly kids are savage yeah not anymore because everything's super controlled and everything yeah. but when we grew up like 
I, I have to say, like one of the I think it was the first or second day uh, of school in Norway. Um, <laughs> you know, I was uh, just like I was a new kid. I was a little bit tan because we, I think we, yeah we moved from from the states. I don't know. We just had a vacation in Brazil or something. I think. Um, so yeah, like people there were like super racist, like calling me you know r uh, racist. Uh, names and that kind of stuff even though i'm you know uh white they were calling me like different things um and the first day of school i remember being chased by at least half of my classmates <laughs> around the the yard like crazy like i had to sprint like i i, I remember being super proud because i was like the fastest like I, <laughs> the adrenaline kicked in man like i was running away from them yeah it's like that's crazy so actually that reminds me one time i did this is not the second day of school but this is one of the most you know, vivid memories I have of one of our schools in Norway. And this was a very unsupervised, it was a very like rule of the jungle kind of school. Yeah. We had a ton of outdoor time and very few teachers really supervising. It was a right. huge area That's of what I'm playgrounds. Talking about. Yeah. And one time I remember I was sitting in my class. I had this little building for my class where we were doing math class or something. And I was sitting by the window and I was just doing some exercises. And then I, I, I look out the window and I just see John sprinting, <laughs> and then I look back and I see four guys sprinting after him. It was uh, definitely more than four guys, man. It was like the whole class almost. No, but this was probably a different time. Yeah, or I mean, it happened like, several times. So yeah. But I was <laughs> just like, whoa, what is going on there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's, it's pretty bad, and and you know. On, on our school there was this tree of death like uh, oh, what people called yeah. it where there was like a tree in the middle of the the schoolyard and um people used to pick on on you know smaller kids and bring them to the tree of death and then just like you know grab them by like two people grabbing them by each foot and then slamming you know their private parts into it's horrible know, into it sounds like tree. something out of a horror movie to be oh, honest like that <laughs> school is savage it was like so much you know pornography hacking uh you know class fights i remember we'd have like class fights theft everything like yeah. the, it was like it's crazy and that and was this in norway was, this was in norway yeah, i know <laughs> I'm, i've talked to a lot of people in norway and they're all like they're all shocked so i'm, I'm sure that was a, like the most gangster school in the whole country <laughs> for probably, sure yeah, probably. but the point i'm trying to make is that like you know i've been bullied um i've been called you know things and i've also been a bully i've i bullied other people for a little time and then and, uh, until i realized how bad i felt inside and and tried to you know fix the situation that kind of stuff but you know everything is out of insecurities right you know you you're scared because of insecurities and you bully because of insecurities so um overcoming that is super important and i think um you know it all comes from um, actually putting yourself out there, stepping out of your comfort zone, doing the things that you're afraid of, and just realizing that, you know, th the worst that can happen is that you feel a little embarrassed or you get made fun a little. Um, but I think it's just a mindset, just realizing that other people's opinions don't really matter. They don't have the full story. They don't understand you. They don't know you. So why would you value someone's opinion uh, when they don't actually understand who you are as a human being? Uh, and that is just something that you have to train up and believe because that is super important. Uh, and it, it's the truth. Like, no one knows you. Like, even, you know, we're, we're close brothers, but we don't know everything at all about each other. Um, you know, so why put so much weight? Why value someone, uh, someone's opinion and judgment that much when they don't even understand you? So that's the first thing I would uh, tell you guys to focus on uh, just to yeah, uh, change your mindset a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, that actually I read a quote by Marcus Aurelius, is a famous philosopher, uh, emperor of a Roman Empire long ago. That was, exa was exactly about that. It was saying something like, you know, for 
Uh, I've always wanted to be a philosopher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. No joke. Yeah. You can. <laughs> when I was young, I really wanted to. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an archi- architect. No, not architect. Archaeologist. 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 Yeah. Archaeologist. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Those are the two things that oh, I wanted to interesting, be. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, basically the quote was something like, for a species or man, for, for someone who really you know, values themselves more than anyone else, it is funny that we value others' opinions more than our own, <laughs> right? Because right. If, if, if most people's self-interest is... This fly flying around here. <laughs> if most people's self-interest is really higher than the interest for other people, and then we're taking other people's opinions more seriously than our own, it's kind of a little bit backwards. But yeah, I think that is one of the key philosophies. The other few mindsets that I've come across that really help are, number one, uh, don't, you know, actually judgment and, uh, you know, unjust criticisms can sometimes be a, a sign of, uh, respect or that you've actually, you know, uh, there's a saying, nobody kicks a dead dog. Well, the thing is, if, if you're nobody and you're, n- you, you have nothing, you know, most people are probably not going to bother, you know, criticizing you. But yeah. once, uh, you know, people get jealous so easily, once you are doing something right mm-hmm. and other people's insecurities, or different. Yeah. yeah, people reflect their insecurities onto you and they, they do all of these bad things in order to make mm-hmm. themselves feel better. So it can actually be a compliment in disguise when you are being judged and criticized by other people. So that's that's the, the second thing I would say. And the other thing as well is just to realize how much is this actually worth? How, how much worry is this actually worth, right? Because when we're in the moment and when we're sitting there, we have this tendency to just you know, over amplify and just really make these things seem so important in our own minds. But then when you really think about think about, you know, 50 years from now, are you really going to be thinking back to this moment thinking, <laughs> wow, this was such a big deal in my life? Or, you know, when you're on your deathbed, yeah. are you going to look back and be like, that was one of the decisive moments of my life <laughs> was when that person in my class, who I don't even remember their name right now, was judging me. You know, it's it's right. you're trying to remember these things. And that's the, th- you know, it's so easy to get you know too narrow in in the situations and get too caught up in in the small details Mm -hmm. of everyday life but if you take the big perspective and you look at how important these things are in the big picture you'll realize it actually does not matter even one bit you have to be okay with failing (laughs) all the time Uh, and a lot of people are scared of failing right like people don't want to try new things because they're scared of failing and a lot of people think failure is this horrible thing that you should not you know Mm -hmm. do when in reality the more you fail the more you learn and the more you learn the better you're going to be and the higher chance of success so there's a saying right there's there's no such thing as failing it's just uh victory and lessons right yeah and that's a really really good mentality and i think that going back to what we were talking about earlier i think I, i just read this book that was talking about how uh, you know Albert Einstein? He was a pretty smart guy, right? You you think so? Maybe yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, he was he 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 was quoted to say that he his conclusions were wrong 99% of the time. So he admitted to himself that he was usually in 99% of the time he would be wrong. And that's why he was a vegetarian and not a vegan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the moral of this story is that even the smartest people are wrong very very often. So why would we expect to be correct? So that, you know, if you're you're taking criticism as an opportunity to learn and uh, as an opportunity to grow, it can actually be so helpful because, you know, 
if you just take the humble approach, right? I've been wrong many times before. I will be wrong many times in the future. Why should I expect to be right more than Albert Einstein, who <laughs> said he was wrong 99% of the time? So if somebody has some criticisms, obviously you don't want to take things personally, but you can actually objectively take them as feedback in mm -hmm. order to grow, in order to improve yourself. And uh, the yeah, one I mean, like, uh, like the, 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 that's exactly what people need to understand. Like, people don't uh, see you as a person who may have so, uh, suffered from social anxiety and gone through all these difficult times because when they see you now speaking on stage in front of hundreds of people uh, in medical conferences and that kind of stuff, people just assume that you're just just this natural, uh, you know, talent and, you know, fearless and you've always been that way. But, you know, it's like you say, you have to take chances, take risks and, you know, learn and, and grow from it because, you know, a lot of people just are stuck in the mindset of thinking that the way you are is the way you're always going to be. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. You can, I, like, I don't recognize myself from four, four years ago. Same you here. don't recognize no. yourself from four years ago. And that's because we always keep challenging ourselves, stepping out of our comfort zone, learning new things, being humble enough to say that we're wrong and we don't know shit. Exactly. That is so important. And... You know, there is no way I would have, uh, you know, thought, you know, four years ago or five years ago or ten years ago that I would be doing thing certain things that I that I'm doing now. Like, you know, I hated public speaking. I was, I uh, my voice would tremble. I would lose my my train of thought. I would um, just blank out. Yeah. And now I just improvise my speeches in front of you know a thousand people without any issues. Like I I still get a little bit nervous here and there, but you know it's nothing compared to where I started. Yeah. And I thought it was impossible to to get to this point. And now I realize how much better like even better i can get so it's like you know it, it, it's something that you have to get get away from thinking uh, don't think that you're stuck in the same way that you are right now you can develop you can learn you can change you can transform it's just about keep keeping challenging yourself and uh doing these uncomfortable things until they become comfortable until they become a habit and all of a sudden boom you're a completely different mm -hmm. person you can get and addicted to this stuff it's actually so much fun when you yeah. start improving yeah. quickly and you start seeing yourself change, yeah. you see it yourself, it is so exciting. It is really motivating and it just keeps you going, going, going further and further. Yeah. No, well. I mean, like personal development is my biggest passion. I don't talk about it because I don't want to be this, you know, personal growth guru and that kind of stuff because I think there is a lot of BS that is being uh, talked about out there and I don't want to you know be Gotta associated with that sleep <laughs> to be successful. yeah because everyone's like trying to pretend that they're experts when in reality none of us are experts like we no one knows what the hell they're talking about so it's just about you know sharing our thoughts and being honest and authentic and um you know that's that's the way to go forward and that also comes uh in terms of you know accepting judgment and letting go of judgment and not judge yourself just being 100 percent authentic being vulnerable enough to be a hundred percent who you are i think will also help a ton with that so just keep that in mind yeah i think i'm just gonna add to that point is that you know when we say that we you don't know anything it's in the big pictures obviously people can know certain things very well you can have these little pools of expertise however to really you know think that you know once i remember i asked someone in medical school how much of all of the world's knowledge do you think you understand and, and he said something like 60 percent and i just i was like wow this guy thinks he's the you yeah. know, biggest genius in the world i was gonna say maybe like 0.1 percent or something you know at that's being generous and just think about all of the knowledge there is out there yeah, exactly from science to geography to history to literature to any sort of knowledge any sort of information it's just almost you know infinite 
and, and then you have someone thinking that they know everything. And th this is the this is the ironic and really shameful part is that you know often the people who know the most are actually the most humble and the the most they they actually understand how little of the totality yeah. they actually know. While the people who are the most ignorant are the people who are the most confident in themselves and actually think they actually do think and believe that they know everything. And this yeah. is why it's so dangerous because other people hear them talking so confidently. Mm. We about see this everything. a lot in health and nutrition and Absolutely. fitness. Absolutely, yeah. and, and social media as well. You see a right. lot of these people who are experts because they are so confident in, in every single opinion they say mm -hmm. they state it as if it was a fact but you have to be very very careful you have to always remember opinion and facts are two completely completely different things for sure and you know if you get those two confused you're going to really uh hurt yourself a lot of times unfortunately so that is one thing that i would say always always remember and the other part i would say to be able to use judgment to your advantage is to take away this whole moral blame and shame culture that has been laid because with time I have learned that there's very little in life that is right or wrong, right? You know, you always grow up with this right, wrong, good, bad type of mentality, black and white, but there is, there's very little that you can honestly say that is right and wrong. And, w and if, once you start questioning to yourself, like, why is this good? You know, why is it good for me to win this competition against this other guy why am i a better person because mm -hmm. i beat him am i a better person because you know i got better grades than someone or mm -hmm. because i get paid more than someone am, is that really something that makes me a better person and once you realize these things what's important and what makes you better or worse you realize there's very little in life that's actually better or worse it's just different and we don't have to attribute differences to be good or bad different can just be different it doesn't have to be oh you know, this difference makes you better mm -hmm. or worse. Again, just, it just makes you different. And let's just accept those differences as they are. And yep. once you accept that, you can actually accept judgment way more easily. And for me, personally, w because you know yourself when I was a bit younger, I was way more judgmental. I was way more black <laughs> and white. And you're wrong, I'm right, blah, right. blah, blah. But you realize once you put yourself in other people's shoes and you really think about things, if you were in another person's circumstances and you had their body, you had their genes, you grew up under the exact same circumstances, you would essentially be that person. You, mm. you wouldn't be magically different because you are a good person and that person was a bad person. And this is uncomfortable to talk about because you know a lot of people realize, well, the same can be said for criminals, right? Yeah. Well, if you grew up in those shoes, if you had the same exact life situation, you would be that criminal. You would be exactly so... Who am I to sit here and say that I am better than that person? You know, it does, does not make any sense. Mm -hmm. So once you realize that, you become incapable of judging people harshly because you realize, actually, if I were in their shoes, if I was born into that family, if I had experienced the same circumstances, I had to go through the same hardships and, same I, and I had the same mentality, the same psychology, I would be that person. And, yeah. and, and that for me is one of the biggest realizations. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, like, for everyone listening, it's possible to, you know, get to the next level. It's possible to change how you think. Um, it's possible to get to that place where, like Leo was saying, to the place where you realize that we're essentially all the same and it's just, you know, compassion and love and positivity that, you know, is the most important thing and, and human collaboration rather than, you know, uh, conflict and that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, er er everyone listening, you have to know that this is... This is, it's hard. It's hard to change your personality. It's hard to change who you are. It's hard to grow and, you know, stay focused and, uh, you know, find that, you know, energy to do things that you know you want to do. But, you know, 
there is no way to do it unless you put in the work and you have to realize that you had to force yourself to do it it's hard work this is not something that you'll wake up one day and feel motivated to do this is day in day out 24 7 try to do as much positive for yourself for your family for your environment for the animals whatever your passions are try to do your best every single day a little bit you know better than the the day before and if not it's okay you're gonna fail constantly but just realize that it takes work to upgrade yourself just like with anything in life but it's worth it i mean a lot of people will you know meet me in events and say how how honored they are to meet me which is you know i it makes me feel good and it's a big ego stroke but you know people don't don't realize that i was whispering in my camera like super scared of everyone in the streets looking at, like you know judging me for vlogging and talking to a little camera that only cost me like a hundred bucks like you know, I'm a whole different person, and that is why I know that it's possible for every single person, um, no matter where you are in your, your situation, how uh, unfulfilled or unhappy you feel, I know that you can just design your future and design the person that you want to be. So just keep that in mind. It is possible. I promise you that. Mm. We're both testaments, and we know so many other people uh, that have a similar story. I mean, every successful person that you look up to started somewhere, and they had to work their face off to get to where they are right now. Uh, so it's not going to mm. be any different for you. It's all that's, possible. Yeah, that's awesome. That reminds me, uh, that that is a, one of the best put ways I've said, like I've ever heard that said. And I would say the, the summary that I read recently that fits in perfectly with what you're saying was yep. that I recently heard that, you know, it's not about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. And I think that sure. fits perfectly with what you were describing just there. Awesome. Well, I guess that's it for this podcast episode. Let me know or let us know how you like this episode. Let us know what you want us or me to make in the soon coming future or whatever it's called in the near future. Let me know in the comment section below if you're watching this on YouTube or on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Peace Thank out. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank Peace you. Peace out. Bye-bye.